This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindful, Mindful Moments. Moments. Hi everybody, this is Teresa from Santosha Yoga's Mindful Moments, and I am here today with Amanda Hodge. She is our chair yoga teacher extraordinaire, and we're just going to let get to know Amanda just a little bit better. Hi, Amanda. Hi there. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. <laughs> First of all, I want to apologize for my my voice. Um, I almost called you to reschedule, and then someone said my voice sounded sultry. And I thought, well, sugar, I haven't been called sultry in a long time. <laughs> there you time. go. There you go. So we're going to do this with my sultry right. voice. So just, again, just to get to um, know you a little bit better. So are you from this area or were you originally from? I was originally actually born up north in Petoskey, um, which is a place I love to go visit. Um, but then as a child, we moved around a little bit um, for my dad's job. So I've lived in South Carolina and... Um, Cadillac and South Lyon, Michigan, and then we ended up back in Warren, and then eventually out here in Macomb. You see, this is what's interesting about these interviews. As long as I've known you, I've not <laughs> never known that. Yeah. So we've never had a chance. So we so, like to move yeah, a lot. I, I get to know you, too. <laughs> there you go. There just you as go. long as everybody else. Tell me a little bit about your family. Um... I'm married to a wonderful, wonderful man named John, and we have two kids, Kaylin, who's going to be 16 next month. I can't. Is she in driver's ed? She's done um, first segment and second segment, so now we're just catching up on our hours. Scary. It's terrifying, actually, but But it's part of the journey. So, um, yeah, she'll be 16 in December, and she's very excited about it, so we're navigating through teenage years. I can't, I truly cannot believe that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I think when I started here, gosh, I don't even know how long I've been here actually. A while now, but I well, I started teacher training in 2012. Okay. So, she's grown up here. Yeah. Um and then I have a son who's going to be 11. So, he's 10 years old testing my patience. Yeah. But they're both good kids. They're healthy and uh, they keep us on our toes. Good. So, good. So, good. yeah. So, you know, talk, tell me then what brought you to yoga or how far back or what enticed I you? I took my first uh, yoga class here. I believe it was like April of 2011. I kind of always thought I wasn't um, the right type of person for yoga. I thought I already know how to breathe. How is someone going to teach me how to breathe? I'm not the right size for yoga. Um, all that stuff. So, All that incorrect stuff. All that incorrect oh, stuff, okay. exactly. Just clarify. So, yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and I think you might have had a Groupon or something at the time. We've had one and only. Yeah, I think I got the only one yeah. out there. Yeah. And I said, what the heck? And it was a Sunday, and the hubby was home. And I said, I'm just going to check this out. And he says, Okay. And I came here, and I just immediately fell in love. I, not only with the atmosphere, um, but the teacher at the time was more my size. So I felt very comfortable here, not only just with the teacher, but all the students in the classroom. I didn't uh, feel like I shouldn't, shouldn't be here. So, and ever since then, I went home that day, and I said, I, I can't believe what I just, what I just did. 
I said, I have to teach this to people. I have to do this. Wow. Okay. And my husband says, oh, here we go. We're going to try this. And I said, no, I, I felt this deep down. Something changed in that class. And then I've been doing it ever since. Yes. And again, Amanda teaches our cherry class here. She teaches on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, from 1 to 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they just adore her. I've had the pleasure of um, subbing her classes occasionally, and she's got a good group of uh, good group of people. They're a lot of fun. I do. They're I have a, lot a wonderful fun. little chair yoga community. Yeah. That just brings me so much joy. It is. It is. So how has yoga affected you? So you, you, know, you went home, you told John, you know, this is it. I mean, you, you said that you thought you knew how to breathe, or, and then how, how has it changed you? Um, it's changed me because I find that I can bring everything back to yoga in some way or another, whether it be mindfulness, breath, um, the physical part of it, exercise. Um, it's the one constant, if that's the right word, the constant in my life that I can, that I keep going back Mm -hmm. to. That definitely makes sense. Um. A lot of times throughout my life here, I've dabbled in lots of different things and not gone back to them. And this keeps calling me back every day, keeps calling me back. So even when I don't, even when I question it at times, it still brings me back to it. Just to um, reassure you, I think all yoga teachers question it from time to time. Yes. I think we all do. It's like, oh, what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Am I making a difference? And then we have that person come up to us and say, oh, my gosh, you know, exactly. yoga's done this, yoga, yoga's done that for exactly. me. Exactly, exactly. You took your teacher training here mm-hmm. with me. Um, do you want to share a little bit about your experience about your teacher training? How was it for you? Um, yeah, I started teacher training here. We did the 2012. Um, it was scary, I'll be honest, because I felt like the other students were light years ahead of me in their yoga journey Um, and I wanted to run away at times but you brought me back and brought me back and brought me back (laughs) and I'm so eternally grateful for it you're welcome Um, yeah it was just it was the biggest eye-opening learning experience I've kind of ever went through if I can share the story, and if not, just yell at me or throw something at me. Um, I think we were midway into the program, and you came in, and well before class time for that Sunday, and you came in and said, yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> and which kind of, woo, kind of blew me away a little bit. And we had a little sit down, and you went home and washed your face and came back. And, I did. And the rest was history. I did. I think... Um, Sometimes it's easier for people to see what's inside of us than it is for us to see the what's inside of us. Yes, absolutely. And I was, it, it was a, a habit I had to maybe try something and then run away from it. And this might be too hard or this might challenge me too much or I might find a little bit too much about myself. or So I didn't know if I could actually do this for myself and and possibly teach it um but sticking with it was the greatest thing i ever did oh i'm happy for you yeah thank you you, well i saw the potential in you and it's like and again you're the students just love you and you do you question yourself yeah and 
sometimes even when people tell you, oh, you're good or you're great or, or you can do this, you can do this, you know, um, you know, you don't believe it a lot of the times. And again, I think that's typical. I think that's, we're human. Yeah. We have those feelings. We have those emotions. So it's not like um, it's anything odd or different. We just need people in our, our sangha or community to remind us that, no, you're good. You're on the right path. You're doing good. You're doing yeah. good. And, and, and you and you particularly saw something and kind of wouldn't let me not see it. <laughs> So, I would, yes. I let you quit. You wouldn't let me quit. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I didn't want you to let yourself down. Yeah. Because I just, I just, I wanted you to see the pure potential that I saw inside of you. Yeah. So, and if we talk anymore, we're going to get mushy. I know, right? We're going to get mushy and cry. We're going to get mushy and cry. Do you, do you teach other places too, though, don't you? Cheer yoga? Um, I teach here and I teach at the Chesterfield Senior Center. Ah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. some of those students come here and go there. Okay. Um, but yeah. Santosha is my home, um, my little hub, but um, I do teach at the senior center. Do you have, um, with the chair yoga, why don't you explain a little bit, what, what's chair yoga, what's involved? Chair yoga, the reason I've, I, you know, after teacher training, I think I started with kids yoga. Yeah. Did some kids yoga and then I did some restorative yoga, right. which I love both of those. I, well, I love all yoga. Um, and then... I think you needed somebody for chair yoga. And I tried that and instantly found where I was supposed to be. I'm like, this is, this is my, what do you call that? Your stitch? Your, your niche. Your niche. niche, niche. <laughs> um, because it brought, number one, it brought so much joy, all these, this, this particular uh, group of students. Um, because everybody can do yoga. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Buddy, every body, every age, every size, um, whether you've had an injury and you're just trying to get back to the mat or um, maybe you're overweight and you're intimidated by that. Um, so that's kind of why I fell in love with it. And then I was seeing um, the success in my students and, and the joy it was bringing and the, the belief or the disbelief that they came in with saying, oh, this this isn't going to be a workout or this mm-hmm. isn't going to work or this isn't going to help me. And then as they're leaving, they feel better just after an hour of class or they've come up, come back a few weeks later and they feel so much better or they've gone back to their traditional yoga class or they've gone off blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. You That's know? amazing. So yeah, when you see you don't, or when you think you're not helping somebody and then you see, you can see that, that progress. It's amazing. Chair yoga classes for that segment of students who have, been forgotten. They think they've been forgotten and they can't do it. Or again, they've advanced in age and they can't get up and down the floor all right. And so they just become sedentary and they, they sit and they feel forgotten and neglected. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yoga and exercise in general is very intimidating for a lot of people. You know, they have to leave their house, leave their comfort zone. You know, maybe go to a big gym is scary. It's scary for me. It's scary. Yeah, it's it's really I scary. I don't like big gyms. Yeah. Um, so for them to come into a, a warm, inviting place and the social aspect of it is is great for this for this group. Um, they be they make friends. They hang out outside of class mm-hmm. and um, and they realize that there's there's no pressure. It doesn't matter what's going on to the side of you, behind you, or in front of you. It's just you and your chair. 
and, and you just focus on, on yourself and they realize that they can do it. And if they want the option to stand up and maybe not use the chair, it's there, but the security of the chair is there. And they realize, I can do this. I can move this and try this and not be scared. And to me, the chair is a prop. It's no different than using a bolster, a block, a strap, a wall. Absolutely. A chair is just a prop, and the prop is there. And I mean, even me, I have days where my balancing is good. I have days where my balancing is bad. But if you're in a certain segment or a population that you need that chair, there's nothing to be ashamed of to hold on to the chair or sit in the chair. Uh, last last podcast we did, we were talking about Yin Restorative Yoga um, in Yoga Nidra, and then we talked a little bit about chair yoga too. And I said, one of my favorite things with the chair is to do down dog. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I put my hands on the back of the chair or the seat of the chair, and I walk my feet back, and I get that nice, big stretch. I mean, it's kind of like putting You my... might get more from that stretch than you maybe did that day in a different class. Exactly. Just using that prop, just yeah. like you would have with a block or, or something. So, yeah. Now, you've taken some additional training with Sherry Zach Morris. Yes. Tell me about that. Um, she is chair yoga extraordinaire. She's out of Vista, California. Um, in fact, Kathy Sweeney and I drove to Cleveland because she's originally from Cleveland and took a class from her in person. So I was starstruck to see her. But her her goal is the same. Um, she uh, teaches chair yoga, uh, dancing chair yoga, um, and um, helps the senior community just keep moving instead of Staying home and staying sedentary. 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 Have you had your your students dancing yet? We dance a little bit. We do dance. uh, We move around a little bit. We laugh a lot. Um, So it's just a big, well-rounded class. No, that's fun. (laughs) And and as with any yoga class, too, chair yoga is not just for women. It's for men and women. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I've had young students in the class. I've had a 90... Eight-year-old, ninety-nine-year-old in the wow. class. Um, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, and we just have fun with it. So, but my goal is w- within that hour to get every part of your body moving, whether you're standing or sitting. So that's our goal, and that's what we try and do, and we have fun doing it. And they love you. They love you. I mean, not that again. There's time. You know, you're on vacation, or you have something going on with the kids, and I've had to sub for you. And they walk in, and they look at me, and they go. It's not Amanda, <laughs> and I know I know I don't take it personally, but it just you guys, you guys got some cool energy going yes, on. They do have great energy. It, uh, this Friday, which is November twenty second, mm-hmm. Amanda and I will be um, at Macomb Community College in Michigan, because for the past oh three four years, how many how many years have we done? Four or five almost, maybe so. Yeah, twice a year we go there in spring and we go there in fall. And the college has a program called SOAR, and I don't remember what the letters stand for. Society of Active Retirees. Thank you, and they have this amazing. selection of classes that the students can come to at a reduced rate. I mean, they have computer classes, they have essential oil classes. And for the past four or five years, Amanda and I have gone there, we have take teamed, and we've done a class for seniors of chair yoga and meditation. And we have the best time. Mm-hmm. And it's not unusual for us to have 30 to 40 people oh, there. Yeah, easy. Easy, and they have the best questions, and it's just, it's good to hear from that generation that they're not that different than us. No, they kind of get this little sparkle in their eye like, 
oh, you know, they're learning something new and they realize they can do it. And, and yeah, it's just fun to watch them it learn is, something yeah. new, you know, even at that age. It, and they, we're never too old to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And we're never too old yeah. to do yoga. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot right. of, yeah, we're coming up this Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun. Are you, what are you reading right now? Anything yoga, non-yoga? Do you have time to read with everything you have going on with the kids? Um, I have a hard time reading because I tend to fall asleep. So I'm an audible. <laughs> Same difference. So I, yeah, so I'm reading, but I'm listening to it. Um, the last paper book I read was actually called Happy Yoga. Um, it's a great story of just bringing yoga into your life and, and finding that that peace uh, with inside of you and and working it into your everyday life. That was a good book. Um, Audible, what am I reading right now? Um, or listening to is something by Mel Robbins. I do like Mel Robbins. She's a motivational speaker. She has a new program on TV. Yes. I, I caught a glimpse of her. Yes. I haven't really sat down and watched a program yet, but she has, she has a TV show now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She, has, she has a talk show during the day. I I'll have to look time. into that. Yeah. So I, I do like her. She's a, a great motivational speaker, and she just kind of tells it like it is and tells you to, kind of like you, just tells me what to do and when to do it. Okay. <laughs> Well, that segs me right into the next question. What do you do to get inspired off the mat? I mean, you read, and but what else do you do to inspire you? What feeds you? Oh, what feeds me? Um, well, my husband and my kids feed me. Um, my husband is a, is a great role model. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, and my kids inspire me to, to, to now be a parent and kind of see yourself through them is kind of amazing. So you want to be the best version of yourself for them. Um, but but what, what inspires me is no matter who I run into, whether it's at the grocery store or where I'm at, I somehow bring up the topic of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter who I'm talking to, um, you know, we, we work our way into yoga somehow. Um, but yeah, my husband and my kids—they—they they really inspire me to be, to keep going and be better. And well, it's that—it's that yoga off the mat. Yoga is everywhere. Yeah. Yoga is not just about breathing on our mat or being kind to our bodies. It's about breathing off the mat and being kind to ourselves and to everybody yeah. else. Yeah, and th- and that's what you know. I'm I'm still learning that is is to put yourself first, um, and and that's where that's where yoga helps me is just to to keep myself a little centered and start with me first. I think it was during teacher training you mentioned the airplane analogy about putting the the mask on yourself first. Yep, the oxygen mask. Um, So I've kind of carried that, or I try to carry that airplane mask with me as much as I can and put that on first and then take care of my hubby and the kids. That's good to hear. Yeah. That is good to hear. So, um, but most of all, the I guess besides the hubby and the kids, um, another inspiration would be my mother. Okay. Um, my mother does suffer from MS, um, so and I know yoga can help that. We have some students with MS. Yes. Uh, we have students with arthritis. Yes. And, um, surgeries. Just and surgeries, and you name yeah. it. And so, no matter whether it be the MS that I could help, or the arthritis, or the depression, or anything, if I can just change that a little bit with my little classes and my little knowledge here, then then I've done good.
What's a fr- favorite way that you start your day? Do you have a routine or what's your favorite? Oh, coffee. Oh, <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, it's coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, and then get the kids to school and... Uh, yeah, just, I, I do love, um, I was decorating for the holidays this week, and I do love to just that little quiet time I have after the kids go to school and the hubby goes off to work to kind of just listen to my audibles and walk around the house by myself, decorate, and just kind of... Kind of a little bit of a meditation. Check, check in with of, my own thoughts, yeah. and it is. It's, it's a little my bit of meditation. Meditation, sure. yeah. Because mm-hmm. meditation yeah. comes in all different flavors. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah. All right. So I can hire you to come to my house and decorate? Sure, okay. I would love to. If you have coffee. Um, do you know my husband? <laughs> I don't drink coffee myself. My husband has lots, lots of, of coffee. coffee. Lots we of can coffee. make that happen. What is the most interesting place that you've ever been? I mean, you've moved around a lot as a kid, but what's the most interesting place you've ever been? It can be one or two. You don't have to just tie it down. Interesting to one. place. Um... Uh, yeah, we moved around a lot. Um, Petoskey, I mean, that's pretty cool to say I was born in Petoskey. It is. Um, and it's always a wonderful place to go visit. Um, I don't know. I haven't been that many places yet. Um, it was cool to do yoga that one time with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra <gasps> when we went there. That, that was, was the DSL. Yeah, that yeah. was a cool experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and my hubby also took me to um, Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. To see I'm the Elvis. secretly a huge Elvis fan. Another thing I didn't know about <laughs> you. And that's one of my best vacations to date. That's pretty cool. So, in fact, we went a year ago last week. And I'll be darned. Yeah, it was pretty magical for me. <laughs> you got to walk through it and everything? It's I open walked to the, through is... his house twice. Oh, I do remember now. You yeah, in his that. airplane, and it was, I was like a little kid. That's okay. Yeah. We need to be like little kids. Yeah, it we, was we, fun. It we was grew fun. up too fast. What is the best advice that someone ever gave you? Mm-hmm. To not drop out of teacher training. Oh, oh my God. Amanda, you're make me cry. <laughs> Quite honestly. Thank you, sweetie. There's Thank your you. belief in me is has done a lot. You are a beautiful person <laughs> inside and out. You're gonna you're gonna yeah, they can't see us cry, can no, they? No, they can't. <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm on cough medicine, so it's like <laughs> Yeah, that that was huge for me to just to just not to keep going for myself. And to finish it, and the fact that I'm still here, and that I was welcomed into this Santosha family, and is pretty amazing to me. You know, it, doing teacher training is—it's um, a lot of work. It's oh, I bet it's a lot of work for me. It's a lot of work for the students. And there's—I have that same conversation with myself with with teacher training. Am I making a difference? Is, are they getting it? I mean, the yoga sutras and, you know, you get all into the philosophy and the spirituality and, the, and it's like, oh my gosh, are they, am, am I making a difference with these students? And then when I hear back from you, it's like, I guess I do make a difference. Oh yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Oh, Not in you. just your teacher trainers, but wow. your students, the community. I mean, thank you. yeah, it's, it's to be a part of something is, you know, it, that, that's huge to make a difference, whether how small it is or not. It, it, that's, that's huge. Students come, I mean, we, we just celebrated 10 years in October, which in, in the yoga studio world is 
amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And but I I remind people that congratulate me that it was a team effort. It's not just me. It's it's a sangha. It's a group. It's a community. It's you, my teachers. It's you guys believing in yoga. It's the students believing in yoga. So it's thank you, but it's it's a team effort that we're here. Yeah. It's and a I team think it's effort. I think it's such a wonderful Santosha family here. Everybody has their own little niche yep. of how they teach and what they teach and and I think it it just creates such a wonderful yoga package for thank everybody. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being part of our package, package yoga thank package. You. Amanda too has you have the knack of buying me and I don't want Christmas presents, but you have the knack of buying me the best Christmas presents. I love shopping. I can tell. <laughs> If you come to the studio, if you go down the hallway to the restrooms, up above that archway is a big sign that says breathe. And it's like, oh my gosh, that was, yeah. that's one of my, I mean, not that I'm citing any of my other teachers or whatever, but that that's one of my favorite gifts. Yeah. So yes. you when do. I had that made, I said, oh, this just makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm all about the breath. Yes. So yes. 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 You. Funny little quick story. Speaking of breath, if I may, I tend to bring it back to the breath a lot. Even when my kids are sick and they feel like maybe they're going to throw up. Not that we want to talk about that. I say, slow <laughs> down, stop, calm down, breathe. Big Take a up. big inhale. Take a big exhale. To the point of where my kids say, yoga can't fix everything, Mom. And I say, well, sure it can. And I know I've told this story at the college so many times about when my son fell and busted his knee open. And... I had my daughter taking care of his knee, and him and I were just looking at each other, and we were talking about our breath, and I'm saying, just breathe in through the nose, breathe out. And the whole time, my daughter got his knee all fixed up, and he looked at me, and, and I said, see, you just did yoga. So he wasn't on the mat. He didn't do the physical part of it, but we focused, and we concentrated, and we took each other's energy, and he focused on his breath, and he wasn't worrying about his knee. That's beautiful. So, yeah. So we do that a lot. The, the breath is huge, and that's why I love that gift as well. Okay. For those who can't see, I now have the Kleenex, and I'm dabbing at my <laughs> eyes because it was a beautiful story. Yes. That is beautiful. So now we've come to the fun part of oh, the boy. interview. Did you know there was a fun part? Oh, no. Did you know there was more fun than what we were doing? Right, right. <laughs> we're going to do, we're, I'm just going to ask you some questions. Okay. All right. Don't, don't. Okay. Not look, panicking. Not enough. panicking. <laughs> If you could have a conversation with any famous person, dead or alive, whom would you choose? Oh, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> I know that's so cheesy. What is it about Elvis? I don't know. He he died the year before I was even born. Oh, but goodness. Oh, um, goodness. I don't know. There's. I just would like to sit down and have a conversation with him. Okay. And just really see what was going on behind the scenes that's all that's no, no. <laughs> i'm probably gonna regret that i said this later but that's okay or think of something way more important but but yeah no it doesn't it's it's what speaks to you it doesn't have to be mother Teresa or gandhi or yeah it's, it's someone that speaks to you that you connect with and that's yeah. okay all right elvis it is <laughs> a surprise did you guys get married with by an elvis impersonator no oh, we did not okay john drew the line <laughs> You may want to think about that for renewing your vows. Right? Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I, that sounds like a plan. What superpower do you wish you had? Oh, probably none because I'd be afraid to abuse it or something. I don't want to know the future. I don't want to know. Um, maybe a, a superpower? 
flying, hearing, invisibility. Probably like just being able to get somewhere faster so I'm not late all the time. (laughs) So probably just, you know, like I could snap my fingers and be somewhere. Okay. For something or somebody or. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But nothing too crazy. Would you rather be filthy rich and live 400 years ago or be poor but live today? I guess if I had to choose poor and live today, I don't know why 400 years ago. Things were rough 400 years ago. Were rough and I don't know what money would have done for it. But um, yeah, I'd rather live today. That makes sense to me. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly through the air? Oh, fly. That goes back to... Goes back to, yeah. Being able to... Being able to um, get places fast. All right, here's the last one. What is your greatest fear? Hmm. Probably... Just one? <laughs> uh, d- probably, just uh, probably dying young and not, and like I said, not seeing my grandkids and stuff like that. Okay. Um, or. Not trying to depress you here. Oh gosh, greatest fear. I mean, I think everybody's fear is dying, right? Right. So but, let's just take, so let's let's take just, that. Yeah, let's I guess, take that one off the plate. I guess I just want to, like, <clears throat> my grandma lived to 95. I hope to live to 95 like she does and see great grandkids and stuff like that. But my greatest fear is probably for my kids to end up in therapy because of me. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, just, just to, I mean, that I didn't do good with the kids, I guess, you know, that. The, or that I never, I, there's so many, there's a lot, like that I never gave myself the full potential to do. The fact that your daughter fixed your son's knee while you helped him breathe yeah. means you did a good job with yeah. the kids, honey. Yeah. You're fine. You got it. So I guess, yeah, I, yeah. there's just lots of fears. <laughs> yeah. Fear, you know, to me, you know, fear, fear and excitement, fear, they're, they all, they're, you know, it's all the same energy. Kind of, yeah. It's just how yeah. we balance it out. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Do you have anything else now that I've just thrown you through through you for a loop? Do you have anything else you want to share with anybody that we haven't talked about? Or um, I think what I would want to share for people listening to this is to um, just just you know maybe pass it along to somebody who you <laughs> think is is afraid of um, trying something new, um, maybe who needs to just, even if they come to a chair class and just sit in the chair, Mm -hmm. if they sit in the chair the whole hour and just put their hands on their heart and their hands on their belly and just breathe and remember what that feels like, what your breath feels like, what it sounds like, um, or just come for the social part of it, just to, just to get out of the house and off the couch and, and meet new people. And maybe each class you come to, you try just one movement or one pose or just, just something. So, I guess my thing was just to be to try it. A lot of times, uh, if I say I'm a yoga teacher, I kind of get the the look up and down. 
Like, how are you a yoga teacher? Because you're not size zero. I'm not size zero on the cover of Yoga Journal magazine. And I say, yes, I am a chair yoga teacher. Um, you know what? Let's let's go back. That is huge. Because it's huge for me when, when people ask what I am. And I say, or what I do, I should say. I'm a yoga teacher. And for a while, it's it was hard for me to say that because I didn't want people's response. That look up and down, like you don't look like the right thing. Okay. So I would say, yeah, but I'm a yoga teacher for chair students. And I had to check myself because that's just as huge as someone teaching in a Shtanga class or hot yoga class or any type of vinyasa class because um, you can come and you can connect with your breath and your body and create energy and space and strength and make friends and just find out who you are no matter what age you are so I think I kind of lost track of what we're talking about or my point is I we got your point you know what I'm saying yeah. um, is to just to try new things because chair yoga that's my point it, you're not doing less of something because you're using the chair. Correct. You're not you're not doing less of something. And you're not less of a yoga teacher because you're teaching chair yoga. Right. So right. we should never diminish right. ourselves, our talents. We yeah. should never you just diminish. own your skill, your craft, yeah. and do the best you can at your craft. And then and then goodness will come from that. Thank you, Amanda. Well, thank you this for having so me. so much fun. All it was right. fun. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. All right.